Let me know when we on air. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Dougie, fresh your own. We are alive. We are alive. Well, I, I will. I will say that though. I will say, um, Dougie Fresh is cool. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, what is one artist that like? old heads told y'all like oh back in my day or, or like they were so cold and you wouldn't listen to the music and it was trash <sighs> please don't make me do this Josh I, I have to go first mine is KRS-One <sighs> if, if you listen to old, head, old heads be talking like KRS-One is just the coldest rapper like ever and what I what I went like I got a broad range of music I like to listen to, bro. And I grew up on like old school West Coast. My pops listened to a whole bunch of like DJ Quick, Ice Cube. Like KRS One music was almost unlistenable. I I hate to do this. I really do. I really do. I I don't want to do it, but it it has to be done. Do it. They are the originators. They are the first to do it. You really mean to tell me people was getting down the Sugar Hill game, bro? <laughs> but look, but he, here is he, here here look here here hear me out though. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hip hop, a hippie to the hippie to the hip hip hopper. You don't stop a rocking to the bang bang boogie. Just. But I also think people were just trying to listen to it because it was something new. And that's and that's I get it. Like that's all. The, it was no. It was no other alternate. Like it was no other so, rapper out there to listen to. And let me ask you this: in terms of top handle ever, would you put like Isaiah Thomas anywhere in that conversation? Like, no, seriously. But for what he was doing at that time, right at the time, it was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, oh, what is this crossover thing that he like? Yeah. Really, his crossover is so much tighter than everybody else's. And da, 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 da. it's like, it's not just like a show off move. This is part of it. I remember this man dribbled a one D in the crowd. was like, they yeah. Went crazy <laughs> for that Mo and Curly ass dribbling. <laughs> so for me, it, you know, and if, if I had to go with somebody after Sugar Hill Gang, if I had to go with 90s and 2000s, what was Simp the Shocker doing, bro? Man, but at, at the same time, bro, like I don't honestly think any old heads was out there listening to this. They couldn't have been. They couldn't they were. have been. They were, bro. But when growing up, my uncle swore by Silk the Shocker. He, hey, man, all them no women. Oh, no, 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 your uncle, yo. <laughs> you, you know how I knew Silk the Shocker was trash before he was trash, like before I even knew who he was. You remember the wrestling when we was kids, MVP. Yeah, Silk the Shocker made his theme song, and as a kid, I didn't know it was Silk the Shocker that made his theme song. But as a kid, I remember listening to that song like, "Yo, this is garbage." <laughs> his first bar on the song is, "I'm Tropicana, I got the juice." I'm like, "Man, get out of here!" That's and I got a grocery bag level of trash. <laughs> <laughs> who's your Who's your first person? I was gonna say KRS too. I mean, I, I honestly can't really find no heat for him. For I don't hey, even listen. I'm not a music guy. Know Everybody know part? that I'm not a music guy. You you want to know the worst part? I used to like love Alchemist growing up. Right? Used to love Alchemist music. And I yeah. still do. Not gonna lie, Alchemist still. Alchemist still drops some solid projects. When I heard KRS one on that one track, I was like, bro, what is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> What is this? I believe it was like Grand Concourse Bleachers or something like that. It was so terrible. Because me, me I, 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 I was just saying. What, what did you name the episode? Just real quick. Oh, Love is Blind. Okay. I, I wanted it to be Love is Not Colorblind, but we're going to leave it at Love is Blind. My, uh, over acts, Love is Blind. No, but it's crazy because um, like I'm the kind of person, I find a silver lining in most things. Like if you would rarely hear me say something is trash. Usually I just be like, that's not for me. Or you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it wasn't geared towards me. I personally don't like it. No, I don't know what they was going with with KRS, bro. For him to be like a top three like MC of that era, I don't know. I don't know what they was listening to, though. And, and with all due respect, 
there like when you compare him to the contemporaries that he's put in the same class with, it's not even like like when you listen to Rakim, Rakim is so classic. People are still yeah, like they compared him to Rakim. They was comparing like, him to like even though I never been an AOL Cool J fan, I understand the vision. Think about this. Hey, got Thinking of a master plan. <laughs> this ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand and I reach into my pocket and nothing but let... Hey, you know that be I mean? hard like, no matter what. Right. That's, people were repeating that as late as like 2010. Like that That was spent 30 years ago and people were still repeating. That's crazy. But we got to get into this Love is Blind. Y'all ready, fellas? Y'all ready? Let's get in. Teach us something. Is love talk. really blind? <laughs> hey, listen. All I'm gonna say is this, all right? I what I do know is whether or not love is blind. What I what I know for a thousand percent certain is I need people to stop complaining about these couples being bad people and these like individuals being bad people because it makes for good TV. Okay, I don't know if either one of y'all saw the photograph by Issa Rae. It was a beautiful movie. It was a very beautiful movie. But with that being said. By the way, the skincare ain't nothing but genetics, North. I appreciate it. I, I really do appreciate it. <laughs> um, but it was a beautiful movie. It was just very boring. There was no conflict in it. The conflict of the movie was the man she thought was her dad was not her dad, but that was not orthogonal to the love story of her and Daniel from Insecure. Or wait, I believe that was no, the it was, movie. I, I thought it was Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield, that's who it was. I thought, the, I thought the conflict of the movie is that he was moving away for work or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that... That wasn't a good enough conflict. Like, let's just be very real, right? You look at, so like the vibe was another one of my favorites. And like yeah. the conflict was that she got amnesia and like he was making her fall in love. That's not real. Yeah, if I'm being honest, if I was in a situation to where like a woman I've been with for that long or the woman I'm in love with, like, yo, I got a really good job. I got to move for work. Then we moving for work. We moving. Right. We moving. Like, again, love is blind, but love can't be boring. And that is why we are going to get into these couples. Now, I'm going to describe the couples. And at the end of describing the couples, I'm going to tell y'all how I feel about them personally. And please, by all means, this is not a monologue. Y'all can stop me at any time to ask questions about the couples. Okay. Oh, because, because before we start, I'm going in, no pun intended, I'm going in completely blind. What is the premise of this show? Oh, so the premise of Love is Blind is like you date all of these people, but you can't see any of them. Like y'all go into these pods. So like you go into the pods, it's a wall that separates you. There's a mic so that your voice projects over there or whatever. I don't know if there's like, actually, I don't know if it's a mic, but I know that they you can hear through the wall. How, some way, somehow you can hear what they're saying. And like they can hear you, so like but, y'all have conversations. So you don't know if they bold or not. No, you have no clue. You have no clue. I actually, see. that's very. Speaking of things that are orthogonal to the story, that's actually very important to our first couple, Clay and Ad. Now, by the way, here's the other part of the story. Um, so you're there for like I want to say it's like what is it, two weeks or a month, something like that. And in that time, all you're doing is dating other people. Like you're dating these people. You figure out who you like, and then you continue to go on dates with that person, or... You can switch up at any moment. Yeah, you can switch up at any moment, but it's kind of like, why would you do that? Because the point is, at the end of this, the only way to leave is if you decide that you no longer want to do the experiment, or if you get engaged. Then y'all, like, you know, y'all do do all the things. Um, okay. But, but that's the premise, and then after you get engaged, y'all go on a vacation, all the couples that are engaged go on a vacation together to some destination. And then after that, they go back to whatever city they're from. Now, the last two seasons have been in Charlotte, I believe. Or maybe last season was in Houston. But this one is in Charlotte. So, you, you ain't going to get on Gibbs? You go audition? All, I'm, in, I'm in Raleigh, which is three it's hours. It's a three-hour drive. I, I know the distance. Three second hours, you all, can drive three hours, you bro. Park it, park it, hop out the car. <laughs> second of all, do y'all like And this is not, I'm not going to say this because actually, I'm going to say it. I have no problem dating. Like if I wanted yeah. to be married, engaged, any of that, I would be. Like that, and that's I say that as humbly as possible. Like that is not something that I'm actively seeking at the moment. And even if it was, um, I'm not finna put the world in my business and have them talk about, 
You that bastard. <laughs> he's so evil. It's you know what's the worst? The when somebody weird asks you for like dating advice, like, oh, what happened with this? Or like, how do I get girls? Like, I don't know, nigga. Just you not be crazy? a weirdo, bro. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I was giving somebody dating advice before and they were like, Ken, it, it doesn't really like work like that. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, bro, you just you just gotta like talk to girls. Like if you see a fine woman at the like Gas yeah. grocery store, you know, you you try to holler at or whatever. And the dude was like, it doesn't work like that because, like, you're different. And I'm like, how? Like, bro, I went bald before the age of 30. Like, I'm not, I'm no Idris Elba. Like, what are we doing <laughs> bro, here? Hey, I was born at 19, like, my boy. And he was like, you're tall and have really big muscles. Like, you're not like most people. And I'm like, hmm. I guess like there. Okay, so I can let the tall and big muscles slide, but call it another man different. Hey yo, <laughs> hey. hey listen, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll take the glaze. I'll take the glaze. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I mean? But but like I said, we got to talk about the looks part of the thing because that is why a lot of people did not like Clay because Clay and AD are the first couple we're going to talk about. Because like I said, it's Black History Month. So we're going to start off with all the couples that either are all Black or that include Black people. So, okay. Clay and AD. Um, AD, former cheerleader. She looked like it. The woman is fine. Fine as fine can be. Wonderful. Like, you know, dark skin. Beautiful. Beautiful smile. Body is out of control. Outrageous. I mean, that mm-hmm. just is it's there. But again, she's very pretty in the face too, right? Real estate agent, former cheerleader, also does um she manages she manages the VIP in like a club and all that, or in multiple clubs, I believe, some along those lines. And Clay works in tech sales. Clay ran track in South Carolina. You know, he's 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 uh both of them are very good looking. Clay is good looking as well. He's you know, he's a good looking brother. Um however, Clay asked her in the pause, like, oh, I'm not, I wouldn't want to propose to anybody if I, like, don't have any clue of what they look like, which is like, brother, why are you on the show Love is Blind if that's going to be a deal breaker for you, number one. But it turns out it wasn't. It turns out it wasn't. So I think that people overhated Clay for that one. Uh, But number two, the other problem between those two is that um, Clay said that because his dad used to cheat on his mom all the time, and he used to take him on his cheating escapades. And because um, because his, oh, all of the people he looks up to, like all the black men he looked up to, like Will Smith and Diddy, also have a lot of infidelity in their relationships. He's, and I quote, his words, not mine, fighting demons. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Saying Diddy is somebody you look up to is crazy, right? It's crazy, right? It's crazy, right? You just said that like it was casual conversation. And this is like a new point. show, right? Yes, yes. It, so hey, yo. this was recorded. This was recorded like a year ago in real time, I believe. Like nine months to a year ago in okay. real time. So like this was before the Cassie settlement, I believe, but like Still crazy. Like, let's just be honest, right? Like, you know. But anyway, um, so I judge their likelihood to stay together on a scale of one to ten as a four, and their likability as a couple as a five. Because I like AD a lot. Clay is just annoying. Like Clay act like cheating is is genetic, or like it's it's like sickle cell, or like, like it's not a choice, you know, or, or it's like uh, the, the disease that Green Goblin and his son had, where it's like the cheating just be calling them. Hey Clay, come Clay on. is on sabbatical, honey. The new coach is here. <laughs> come get it. But anyway, give me y'all thoughts. Give me any questions y'all got about the first couple of <laughs> Okay, I don't, I don't have any uh, questions about that. That sounds like a stereotypical like reality show bring in the viewers type couple. I think I think that's pretty. That's like uh, what was uh, I, I know y'all watched um, I, I know y'all watched uh. Jersey Shore. That's like Sammy and uh. Really? Sammy and Ronnie, I think. I, at that time, I was like so focused on going to the league, I did not. You know what's crazy? I had an era where I watched mad reality shows. The one day I woke up and just never watched another one again. I don't know what happened. <laughs> hey, you need to get on your Zoom and watch Love Is Blind, brother. Get, get on your Zoom. It is a great show. Chris, any thoughts? Any questions? Talk to me. 
Uh, I'm going to say, since this is a sports co- podcast, I'm going to tie it into sports, right? You need a face, right? You need a face. And from from what you see in this show and what I'm hearing about the show, you kind of always have a couple seasons. Over, I haven't seen every season. I see some seasons, but yeah. you kind of see a couple that always the, the the fans like and the crowd likes. I think this is that couple right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Black Black History Month. They drop this episodes in there. You know, that's like this the couple we give y'all for Black History Month type deal. This the Doc Rivers of the of the Love Is Blind. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. But I will say this: you are right in the fact that Clay was up three one. Got the engagement, got everything, and constantly is telling this woman, I'm fighting demons to not cheat. My brother in Christ, what under God's green earth is wrong with you? What are we yeah. doing here? But now yeah. we're going to move to the only other engaged couple with a uh, black person in it. Was, they're no longer engaged. Um, we have Kenneth and Brittany. Now, Kenneth and Brittany are no longer together, so obviously their together score, stay together. Uh, ability, I guess, is automatic zero. Their likability is actually an eight. They were actually really good to each other when they first started. Very good. Kenneth got weird at the end. We'll get there in a second. So they bonded over their love of Jesus. That's like what they're both devout Christians. So they said, we're not going to have sex. Like we like each other a lot. We, you know, they had all these things in common. He's a school principal. I'm not sure what she did, but she worked as well. Um, and you know, it, everything seemed good. Everything seemed just fine. Many people are speculating that it was AD black woman getting in his ear and asking him, is Brittany ready to raise black kids? Because they're interracial. Brittany is a white woman. Um, okay. and, like, is she ready to raise black kids? Many people are speculating. That's the reason he became distant all of a sudden out the blue, because is this something that's known? What? That. That, that that she was in her ear, that that oh, she was in his ear. Yeah, it was on the show. They recorded okay. like they they displayed like the fact that she said, "Hey, you need to ask her. Is she ready to do black kid have?" Which is a valid question. I might very say. valid no, question. Very valid yeah. question. But but here's the other part of this thing. Um, off air, it has been suspected and theorized that Kenneth is gay. Now that'll be important a little later in the story. The biggest thing about these two is Kenneth was always on his phone because he's the principal of a middle school. So, like, legitimately, you know, you live in Charlotte, you're the principal of a middle school. It's a major city. You got to be, you know, you got to be locked yeah, in. Yeah, attentive. To, to be, be a principal. No. The only problem is, why are you on your phone at 8 p.m., brother? Like, and she said, hey, I want us to have that crave for one another that we had in the pods. I just don't feel it anymore. And his response was, well, I'm just fine in that area. I have that craving. And if you don't, that seems like a you problem. She's like, well, I just want you to be more physically affectionate with me. I know that we're, we've agreed to not have sex, but I want you to kiss me. I want you to touch me. I want you to grab me, make me feel desired by you. And he was like, I mean, what you want me to do? Like, I can't do that all the time. You work, I work, da, da, da. And then he ended up saying, well, this ain't gonna work out. And then called his mans and said, hey, I'm about to be over there, which, you know. And this was after they was already, like, they seen each other and everything at this point? Yeah, they saw yeah. each other. Yeah, and they so, were good so, when they first saw each other. So the part that, the only part that got weird was, like, he was eerily quiet, like, on the vacation. Like, on the actual vacation before they went back to the real world. Yeah. It was kind of eerily quiet. And then, like, it was good for the most part, but there were also some quiet moments. And then when they got back to Charlotte, it was like over. It was it was wraps. He was totally so. So if I take you back to a blast for the past, this is so different from Flavor of Love because like Flavor of Love, you wanted them to stop touching each other so much. It's like, come on, bro, talk about something. Like this is just drama. Like y'all fighting over one guy. It, it, this 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 is yeah, fighting over kinda, Flavor of Flavor is nuts, bro. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, but 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 and, this and show you know the worst part of it. He did three seasons of it and ended up picking a shorty when I was already in his life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what's crazy er, about this? I feel like you set up for success on this show. Like you don't, you go on this show not knowing about looks or nothing. You just gotta go use the mouthpiece. You could be whoever you want in the pods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that 
Well, uh, long story short, that couple obviously did not work out. He broke up with her. She was crying. And like, she is like boohoo crying. And he was just like, give me a hug so I know there's no beef. And then like, which again. Because yeah. they broke up? That's why she was crying? Hey, yo. And he was like, give me a hug so I know there's no beef. Which like, again, I'm not saying that them gay allegations are unbeatable. That did not help. That was a very gay bestie moment. What do you mean? Give me a hug so I know there's no beef. We were engaged. Like, what is this? Yeah, that's wild. That. So, and then uh, going over to homie Korea, me and cry. That's like, brother, my brother in Christ. I have never, and anybody who knows me knows, like, I, I'm not like perfect at dealing with emotions, arguments, breakups, difficulties, and all that. I have never once seen a woman I love crying in front of me and not been like, what can I do to help? Like, even after I've broken up with a shorty, if she tells me to leave, I'll leave. But I'm like, whatever you need from me in that moment, I will give you. And like, just know this don't mean we back together. If you ask for certain things that I get, but like, I'll give you whatever you need to like, in that moment, be there for you in the present, but we can't be together. You know what I mean? So that was just a little moment there. Next couple we have up is Jimmy and Chelsea. So, um, <laughs> you Jimmy, say Chelsea. Chelsea. Why you say it like that, bro? Because Chelsea, Chelsea we know what color Chelsea is. Yeah. Chelsea is all the rest of the couples are all white. Now, Chelsea's catching a lot of heat. She's catching a lot of heat online because when they were talking about different things, he asked what celebrities you get that you look like. And she said, Megan Fox. Now, she did say, People tell me I look like Megan Fox, but I only think it's because I have dark hair and light eyes like her. Josh, I'm going to let you pull up a picture and tell me how much you think she looks like Megan Fox in just in the face, not in the body, just in the okay. face, on a scale of one to 10. I'm going to let you, because you've never seen it. Chris has seen it before. Chris, what would you say? What's your number? What's her I, name? I mean, I, Chelsea. Chelsea loving yeah. I, I would say probably like a uh, six. I it's mean, crazy. It's not like she don't. She's just I, like she a blown up version of her. Like I typed I in C H E, and the first result on Google was Chelsea Love Is Blind. Look at the picture and tell me how much you think she looks like Megan Fox. Scale of one to ten. Again, just a face. Just a face. on a scale from one to ten. Just a face. Yeah, like ten is like y'all are identical twins. One is like, bro, this is Danny DeVito. Stop playing with me. I go about a three. Really. Yeah, they got they got the they got the, the, a similar hair color, and but and she, they 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 do have the them. same eyes. That's it. So she, so she warned him about hold that. On, hold on, what she said. Hold on, hold on, Giz. Hold on. You're a flight attendant talking about you look like me. Anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> she, she warned him that those were the only things they had in common, and um, to me, that's not a good reason. I, I will I will also say, but just a quick just a quick. Cut off. Um, since we talked about it before the show, what's the one like real life comparison y'all get? Like, oh, you look like man. Oh, I, I it's endless for me. I don't want to talk. It's endless for me. Exactly. Every long I cook y'all right now. I know kids get very pies. I know you get this. <laughs> please, I'm about to get this. All right, all right, now Rico Suave, watch out, man, because you look just like every light skinned man in every Tyler Perry movie. You cannot say nothing to me, Mr. Griffin. Hey, 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 I get Blake Griffin. I get all of them. I get all of them. But Josh thought he was St. Tonsi Billups over there. I'm going to get this thing in you, too, man. Hey, all right, first, first of all, Chico DeBarge. Did a great performance in the world. I'm just saying, I loved you in that show. I loved you. But, um, but yeah, okay, so. Uh, Jimmy and Chelsea, the first thing Jimmy said after he proposed that he saw her was she lied to me about how she looked. But then moving on from there, Jimmy has been nothing but a gentleman and good to her for the most part. And Chelsea is extremely insecure because she's been cheated on by almost every man she's ever been with. So, um, yeah, that that comes through a lot. Every time he like compliments another woman or like looks or talks a little too long to another woman. It's a thing, and she also needs a lot of reassurance. Like, I don't know if the editors just did this on purpose, but it seems like every two, three minutes she's on there, she's like, do you still love me? Are you sure? Like, And then there was an <laughs> argument about whether or not he had kissed her that day or how many times they kissed, all that type of stuff. So that's a thing that happened as well. And then during that argument, Jimmy was like, listen, like you're very clingy. And obviously... 
you can't tell a woman that is clingy that she's clingy. That's crazy. That is that's yeah. especially not your fiance. Like, cause that that she gonna blow up and it's gonna get even worse. Which she did. It was like I've loved on you. I had sex with you last night, and he was like, actually, I didn't want to do that either. I wanted a break there too, and she was just destroyed. that's wild. But but they they worked past it. They got you know they reconciled, and she said that he makes her feel heard and all that good stuff. I personally don't like them very much as a couple. Uh, I gave them a two on the likability scale, six on terms of whether or not they stay together. Questions, comments, concerns? No, no, that sound, uh, uh, that's, that's not like a typical suburban couple to me, man. I, I'm going to be honest with you. That's just like, oh, we had a fight. Let's go to Chili's later. Like, uh, it's just like. <laughs> Boys said Chili's. Hey, listen. Ain't nothing wrong with them. Uh, with them I'm things. hit. I'll tell you what. I, I'll tell you I had them the other day. Them, them hey, man. Crispers. I, 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 I will tell you right now, bro. I could open up my account in the morning and have a billion dollars in there. I'm never turning my back on Chili's, bro. Listen, never, them Southwest Agros. Them Southwest Agros with the, with man. the sauce. Come on. Man, come give on. me, give me some Jack Daniels chicken scripts, boy. <laughs> you can hey, give me listen. the worst news of my life. You can tell me my whole family died in a car accident. If you got them chicken strips and that, that whole thing, <laughs> and, and, and the cup of ranch, I go you know, the white the white the little black pepper ranch, bro, bro, the little green sauce for the for the case stop, of stop playing, man. bro, stop man. playing. Hey, they'll be like, kid, we need you to come identify the body. They already did. I'll do it after I finish this. Food. <laughs> man, they ain't moving. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, but anyway. After that, we have uh, Jeremy and Laura. You want to talk about the standard uh, standard suburban couple? These two are anything but. Well, I guess they are standard in certain ways. Uh, Jimmy, hard worker. I mean, not Jimmy. Jeremy, hard worker, uh, construction guy, all that good stuff. Um, Laura, not sure what she does, but she also you know works hard, lives well, all that good stuff. Um, Laura is like to me terrible person, very bad person. Um, she like she made a joke about grabbing one of AD's boobs, to which Jeremy was like, "All right, that's kind of crazy." And Laura was like, "Oh, I made a small offhand joke to you. You shouldn't have bought it to everybody else." And he's like, "No, that was crazy. Why would you say that?" And then after that, she harped on the fact that he likes to wear Hawaiian shirts. So she like harped on it like almost every time they're on screen. Like, why do you need to wear Hawaiian shirts? She talked about it when they met the families, all that type of stuff. Very adamant that he shouldn't wear a Hawaiian shirt. Jeremy, on the other hand, he seemed perfect. He seemed too good to be true. He seemed like a, just a normal, regular, regular, schmegular, regular guy. But Jeremy was one of two people, technically three, that were in the love triangle. And when they got back to Charlotte, um, he connected with Shorty that he was in the love triangle with. And he gave Laura his location. The woman that he connected with that was in the pods of his second choice per se, or the one he didn't pick, her name is Sarah Ann. Okay. Now they were in a bar in downtown. Okay. That's, you know, they were in or uptown rather, because it's Charlotte, for whatever reason they call it uptown. They were they were at a bar in uptown Charlotte. Um, they what ultimately happened was after he gave her his location, he ended up at Sarah's crib till five in the morning. Hold on, what? Laura had the receipts, but she did not pull it out. She thought- Hey, hey, that's a move from my mama right there. That's a move from my mom. My mama, I'll be like, ma, I ain't even do it. They just- Chris, Chris, Chris. Chris, and, I and saw listen, you do it. <laughs> but wait, but wait. And, and how she did it was so smooth because she was like, what were you all in the parking lot talking about? And da 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 And he was like, we were just catching up and there was a lot to discuss. There were a lot of feelings. And she said, you all were way north of Uptown where Sarah Ann lives. And I saw your location because he shared his location. What I believe happened was he had his phone that he left in the car but kept his Apple Watch on him. And he forgot that, like, oh, yeah, the location for both of these is going to go off. So, obviously, he he most likely cheated on Laura. Like, that's a thing that happened. That brother 
Yeah, that brother starving. <laughs> it don't even matter. It don't even matter if you t- 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 if you was at somebody's crib at five in the morning and you cheated. Even if like you Honestly, didn't physically cheat, like bro, it ain't no, it ain't no way you could flip I, that, bro. Even Honestly, if y'all was just drinking and playing dominoes, what that's worse to me. At least go to power time because she didn't just sit over there playing dominoes. Like, you love her. Like, what are you doing at 4 a.m.? About 25. What? I'm gonna keep it old school, bro. My mom always told me, bro, ain't nothing open after two. Except for legs, McDonald's so, and legs. McDonald's so, and legs. McDonald's so, don't even so, be open that late, though, no bro. Honestly, hey, if you can't get it, it all back in the day, boy. Man, if, if you can't get it done before ten p.m., you really don't need to be talking. To, uh, you know here's, what I mean? Like, here's the dumbest part to me. So, like before, it was exposed that he cheated and he like did all that. He was like, "Well, I was gonna go to the bar because one of the other guys from the pods was there," and then he told me that Sarah Ann is there, and I said, "No, I'm not going. I'm gonna just turn around and stop." Wait, so 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 what's his relation with Sarah Ann? Like they just homies? Him and Sarah Sarah Ann in the pods were dating. He was, she was. If 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 Laura didn't exist, he was gonna propose to Sarah Ann. Oh no, he wildin'. Wild. Oh, he wild. Because because I was gonna try to flip. I was gonna try to flip a scenario where it's acceptable to be at another woman's crib at five in the morning. But like y'all gotta be. Even if they homies, if like if that see anybody who know me knows that like I believe you could cheat as easily at five p.m. as you can at five a.m. Because I work in HR. I work yeah. in talent acquisition. Y'all know some of the stories that I've seen of people cheating. Like, like how Roddy Rich said we was hopping out in broad day. People was hopping in it in broad day in some of the places. So trust me, I get it. But also, bro, unless like somebody died and like you gotta go soothe your you gotta go soothe your best friend or whatever, ain't no reason. You know what I mean? And even then, like, you gotta go soothe them at 5 a.m. Like uh, all right, I guess we could go as a couple over there because like, hey, I'm not hey, sitting hey, by hey, yourself. Hey, Pete, Pete, bro, try to try to make an escape plan for us. So send it to location. Then thinking, send oh, she sleeps. She ain't gonna see this. She sleeps. Uh, she ain't gonna see this. <laughs> <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm one of those people. I can't sleep until everybody that's under my roof. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I. Oh, no, that's do the, that. that's that's. That's common sense one on one. What you I mean? Shorty, when I when I lived with a shorty and when I became the man of the house in my house at home, I was not going to bed until every head that was supposed to be in the house. In that way, even like when I was a kid, like I'm 12, 13, even my older brother going out and I know he's supposed to be coming home. I'm staying up to make sure everybody is in the crib, say. Yeah, yeah. And that's and and Laura's apparently she said we twin them because she was up too. What's <laughs> 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 the <laughs> what are you doing north of Uptown? What's happening here? And by the way, the bar that they were at, they made like the bar made a post on social media talking about come by for drinks or if you just want to chill in the parking lot till 5 a.m. I said, what? <laughs> hey, yo. That's some hell of a marketing move. Hey, hell of yo. a marketing move. The bar is Lost and Found in Charlotte. Shout out to Lost and Found because that is hilarious. Now, hey. moving right along to Amy and Johnny. Amy and Johnny are by far the most compatible best couple on this on this um, season. They literally have no drama except one stupid thing. Everything that they do, they get along. It it goes perfectly. Like you know, wait, that bar doesn't have a parking lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, he did say that they were in the parking lot across the street, but that's still crazy. It's the, oh my god! Wow. Oh my wow. goodness! Wow, that's insane, Jeremy. You a sicko? You a sicko? There's a place that you're going, and it's not cold. It's not. It's it's very hot. In fact, it's Jeremy. It's called hell. But anyway, uh, with that being said, Amy and Johnny, very boring couple. They love each other. They're madly in love. Like they they just seem like to fit. Like a hand in glove. But speaking of gloves, their only problem is birth control. Um, in so, 2024? So Johnny, I mean, not Johnny. Yeah, it is Johnny. Johnny, why they got all these J's on this season, man? There's too many J's. You got Johnny, Jessica. We're going to get to Jessica in a second. Chill. Chill. Uh, oh, no offense, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I, Josh, I couldn't see you on Love is Blind, bro. I, I couldn't even see you doing it for real. Well, one, I'm out the game. Two, I'm a very no, I'm even if you were in the game, I couldn't see you do it. I couldn't see you. Do it. All right, but before I before I explain why, why do you think you couldn't see me on it? I just like 
all three to me a dating show especially like as a black man is crazy because you're so outnumbered by your women counterparts like yeah. you are so drastically outnumbered that like if you can't get it done in the regular world when cameras are not on you whatever it is whatever that reason is we saw exactly why both Kenneth and Clay were single like they have shown <laughs> us in spades like hey this is why they're single, you know. And also, it blew up their spot because now, like, when people see y'all, they're going to know, like, oh, he fighting demons on cheat. Like, he, that's just who he is. Yeah, that's wild. I'm going to get my licky in first. Or, oh, this one, we don't even know if he like women for real. Like, oh, oh, oh this one, he going to be on his phone all the time, like, mid-argument, picking up the phone, texting. You know what I mean? So, anyway, uh, that's why I couldn't see you on that show, personally. But, you know, I, that's just me. Chris, I could actually see you doing it. Well, oh my god, bro! <laughs> uh, no, I would never I do nothing like this. I could, I could see you doing it. I agree that you would never, but I could see you doing it because you would be the perfect villain. Like you would be to a T. <laughs> like that when they think of casting a villain so diabolical that it's like, oh my god, we are all watching to hate this man, Chris. You would be. <laughs> You fit that. Hey, they will sell some tickets with me because I'm going to this third the pot. I ain't gonna run some numbers. Listen, when I tell you Lamar Jackson in 2016 at Louisville, box office, baby. I mean, you can't look away. So, you know. But anyway, Johnny and Amy's only problem is, like I said, they fit each other like a glove, but they don't want to wear no gloves. They're not doing any, you know, they don't want to wear condoms or anything like that, but they're also having this battle of birth control slash contraceptives. They don't know what they want to do in regards to that because he's like, just get on birth control. All the women I've been with are on birth control. And granted, he is not that forceful with it. Like, he's like, we have to figure this out. We got to work together to figure this out. And she's like, well, I don't want to do birth control because my body is regular. Everything is working how it should. Like, I really don't want to do um, birth control and they pitched a vasectomy, but that was talked about for like two seconds. So, you know, there's that. Any thoughts about this couple? Oh, and they also <laughs> haven't had sex because of the uh, birth control thing. So, so, so they like they together together. Yeah, they together together. Now, I'm gonna tell you, this couple for me got a nine for stay together ability, nine for likability, which really I want to drop to an eight point five because they're making this birth control thing much too big of a thing. But it feels like the editors had to make something of their story or else it's like, we just wasted all this camera time on these two to like be in love and nerd out together. But like, you know, they just don't know what they want to do for contraception. Okay. Any any thoughts, questions, or concerns there? I mean, if that's the only hurdle, I feel like if that's the only hurdle, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 gonna click in their mind one day that like Hey, this shouldn't really be a hurdle. It's something that, like, you know, with experience with being in relationships, certain stuff you argue about with your shorty, you'd be like, oh, I didn't argue with that with somebody. That eventually just goes away. Like, I don't even have to, no corrective actions needed, no nothing need. So if that's the only hurdle, then I think it's cool. What I do know about from the seasons that I have watched, though, the messy part get when they see people that they talk to in the pods before. So that that's where I think this couple will really get challenged because they haven't had a real test from what from but what they, you're saying. I don't think that they talked to anybody else in the pods for a significant amount. Of oh, time. they haven't. Oh, okay, okay. They, what this come on Netflix? Yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix. All right, I'm at the lock in. Yeah, you, you got to lock in. <laughs> <laughs> this show is the Kerbin on Kerbin of shows right now. You that's, that's what this hey, show this show right do right hit the crack like 80s every time a season like, drop. You be seeing hello? messages, posts, everything. Let me tell you something. It's, a, it's an amazing show. It's an amazing show. So of all those couples, Josh, which one do you like the most? Like, which one are you like, eh, I guess they ain't the worst thing in the world. In the one I like the most, probably the, the, the last one you just mentioned, just because it don't seem like they really got any, it ain't really no mess going on. For some reason, I'm not a person that could deal with, like, it's hard for me to watch secondhand embarrassment or, like, secondhand drama. Like, I cringe at stuff like that. So I feel like their segments or whatever would be a part in the show where I'm like, all right, I could I could chill for a minute. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. When I saw, when she pulled out that receipt and said, you were north of Uptown where Sarah Ann lives at 5 a.m., I said, oh, boy, this 
This is what I came here for. <laughs> this is what we live for, boys. This is it. That's that's the money in the bank match for me. That's what I need to see here. That's oh, what a great payoff, Chris. Which which couple is your favorite? Uh, the which last couple, the, the last couple, the couple that's arguing about the birth control. I mean, no. like I said, that's some petty. And like at the end of the day, he gonna wake up and be like, "Duh, duh, stupid." Now, I don't. Now, question, Josh, have you seen any of the other seasons of Love Is Blind before this one? I haven't seen anything Love Is Blind related at all. The only so don't piss me off. No, no, I, I was now I was I was thinking of a different show that's on uh, Netflix it's called like The Circle or something. The circle is nothing like love. I see. I, I, I saw the first two seasons of that, and I'm like, this kind of cool, and I never followed up. Because the, the circle is like the social media show, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I know you also like can't see each other. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's I never okay. seen the circle. All right. Well, with that being said, fellas, we we now have to get into the sports because boy, do we have some things to talk about for y'all. We're gonna talk NBA season. Who's been the most surprising teams so far? Surprise can be good or bad. So get ready to get into it. And on top of that, NCAA 25, big announcements. It's coming out soon. We got to talk all things NCAA 25. So y'all fellas ready to get into it? Let's get into it. Yes, sir. Listen, love may be blind, but the facts over acts crew ain't. And that's what we coming at y'all with this week. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the facts over acts crew. We got the master of the mix and master. Josh got you good. That is I. We got the money man, the man playing Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC. That's me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, fellas, tell me, who has been your most surprising team or teams this season so far? Um, So I'm going to go one east. I'm going to go one west. East, y'all might not see this coming. But east, I'm going with the New York Knicks. Surprised? Yeah. And, and here's here's the reason. Here's the reason. The Knicks are looking like a team that can make a deep playoff run. Even with Julius Randle being hurt, they looking like a team that's tough. They playing I mean, elite level but, defense. But, but we we saw that coming, right? Like no, we no, because the Knicks, the Knicks is that team that's gonna find a way to sell. I, that's what I'm very confused about. I'm like, wait, what are we what are we doing? Josh, that is a Tom Thibodeau coach team. He is gonna play those starters forty minutes. Yeah, bro. And they but I'm saying, I'm saying they. When you looking at the Eastern Conference, what's the team that you like? You know what? They really about to put the get the Knicks out of here. The Celtics uh, is the only team that say, the Celtics is the only team. I don't think they could beat the Celtics or the Bucks in the seven game series. I don't think they beat I, the Heat in the six, seven game series. They beating the Heat in the seven game series. I don't think they beat the Heat. Playoff Jimmy is different. We're not. <laughs> we know it's like different. Playoff Jimmy is not a thing. At the time of this recording, they're also getting beat by the Pelicans by twenty two points. Just no, saying. the Pelicans not are helping. in the West. The Pelicans in the West. No, no, I'm just saying though they're not. That, that's fine. It's oh, regular oh, season. Oh, oh. That's my point. This is when the Knicks are at their best. Now, I'm saying, I'm saying this. Season. I think Jalen Brunson is a is a leader. Jalen Brunson is looking different, and I wasn't expecting. I'm the first man that was like, "Yo, the Knicks wilder when they gave Jalen Brunson a max." But I'm telling you that the the Knicks look like a team that can make a deep run in the playoffs and these. I'm not saying they're gonna make the finals. I'm not saying they're gonna win a championship. But I'm saying without Julius Randle on the court, that team looked focused. That team looked tougher than I ever seen them. We gonna start drug testing on facts of right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, buddy said without Julius Randle on the court, the Knicks are back. Are hey. they not better? You not giving the ball to Julius Randle who doing ISO step back threes. Hey. Hey, hold up. He's having a career he having a career worst year. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Luca kicking and screaming in that locker room right now. Luca like, bro, Brunson hooping. Y'all give me Kyrie. He's not even here. He don't want Kyrie. He'll play with Brown. No, Ky- Kyrie been hooping. Kyrie been hooping. He have been hooping lately, but Luca going through a lot having Kyrie as a teammate, bro. Kyrie, not the problem. This man been something. playing with Dwight Powell at center for six years. Hey, not even, uh, not even playing, not even playing right now. Like, is Dwight Powell an NBA center for real? Like, is he like an NBA caliber? Like, I don't think so. NBA, like, <laughs> you gotta think, bro. This man's biggest like 
Lucas, bro, before before Kyrie, Jalen Brunson was still coming into his own. Like there was a year where they the Mavericks made the playoffs and Lucas' second best player was Tim Hardaway Jr., bro. I get you, but the year that they had the most success, when Luca wasn't even there every game in the playoffs, Jalen Brunson carried the load. He's the reason why they put out the Jazz. He the reason why the Jazz yeah. is broken up right now. Brunson did that. And you go and get Kyrie out of that toxic environment in Brooklyn where he had a, he was in the news more than he was on ESPN, and you bring him there and you don't pay Brunson? And you end up having to pay Kyrie almost $55 million a year? Come on, now, Lucas pissed. Lucas pissed about that. Mm, that's fair. That's, that's true. Yeah, I didn't I ain't even thought on, of it man. that way. Come on, now. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. I ain't even thought of it that I, way. You know, Gosselin, you're right. You're right on this one, Chris. So, Josh, who's your team in the West that you're looking at and you're like, eh, a little surprise. They put a little stank on it. I wasn't expecting um, it. My, my team out West is uh, Minnesota. Just because they still playing at an elite level, and we, I didn't, I don't think any of us thought that um, Anthony Edwards would come into his own this fast. And he's really looking like a leader. I don't know what their playoff success is going to look at look like, but when you're looking at a team that's one Minnesota, two got Cat and Gobert on it. I definitely thought by the All Star break that they would have crumbled, and they haven't. I can admit, I can admit, I was horribly wrong about Anthony Edwards. I can admit that. I can admit, I saw a guy that crazy athletic, had all the things, but it's like, oh, I don't even like basketball like that. And was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I do not want nobody on my squad. If I'm a, if you're a number one pick, that means in four years, I'm planning on giving you a supermax. I'm not giving you a supermax to do something you don't like. You know what I mean? Like, at minimum, you got to be on your Troy Palomalu with like, hey, I don't love it. Like, it's part of my life. But I don't love it. Like, I, right. I, it's something I'm good at. It's something I do. It's my job. I don't want to hear y'all like it like that. I never want to hear that. Never, never coming back. So I do agree that the uh, the T Wolves are a very great surprise team. Chris, give me your surprise team or teams. All right, so I'm gonna start with the West first. My first surprise is the Phoenix Suns. Right, I was so shocked that they are honestly like a team with barely holding their head above water. I yeah. thought KD and Devin Booker would at least pay at least sixty percent of the games, but now their big three hasn't been on the court for more than twelve or fifteen games, something like that. I saw the other day, but. I mean, KD and D book, and then you offloaded a lot of stuff and got some solid role players. Yo, you're not the deepest team in the league, but sitting here currently constructed at 34 and 24, I was expecting more, not 40 wins, but, you know, closer to 40 wins, right? With, with, with Kevin Durant and those guys, right? Now they all have, they have a, two injury prone superstars, well, stars, Bradley Bill and Kevin Durant, but I thought Booker, adding Nurkid, adding campaign, adding a couple guys that like, you know, are hustle guys, guys that, you know, do the dirty work was going to help them get into the top three discussion. Um, So I'm really surprised at Phoenix right now. I really just, I thought Bradley Bill was going to come and be the guy that they needed him to be. Um, I'm just shocked at them. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. And you know yeah. what? I, I look at that team and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of expected what we're seeing out of them right now. Like, I, I thought y'all put together the same thing y'all had before. ton of really good scores. You need more than that. You know what I mean? You, you just need more than that to be successful. But they found their way up to that fifth seed in a very – this is one of the toughest West races that we've seen in quite some time. Like, mm-hmm. the Lakers are the 10th seed in the West, and they're three games over 500. So Yeah. It, uh, I, I do say, is this? Um, I, I'm. I'll, I'll say it. I have both the the Lakers and the Warriors making the playoffs in those last two spots. Yeah, but if you, if you look at what if you look at what's going on right now, the teams that are directly above the Lakers, the Mavericks, Kings, Pelicans, right? Yeah, the Lakers and the Warriors are in their last ten, seven and three for the Lakers, eight and two for the Warriors. Above them, the Mavs are seven and three in their last ten. Kings five and five. Pelicans seven and three. And then you look at the Suns, Clippers, Nuggets. All those teams six and four. Why am I saying that the last ten is important here? What do I always say about older teams? They turn it on. 
Yeah. After the All-Star break. When they start realizing, oh, the All-Star break getting close, that's when they do their lean forward in 2K mode and, you know, actually show up. Yeah, and I... I <clears throat> Is this the last of like our era of hoops? Well, our era of hoops is really is all over already. Yeah, like Brian is, but I'm saying as far as like maybe the era after us, is this the end of it? Because we looking at that crop of like Brian, Steph, you, like like are, are, are we watching Brian? Like, are we watching Brian and Steph get put out in the first round this year? Oh, it's it's hold on hold on hold on. It's already over. It's been over. See, I, but I don't think it's if we make it to the playoffs. And let's say you got Lakers, Thunder in round one, and you got a uh, T Wolves, Warriors in round one, and the Lakers and Warriors advance. It's not over yet. They're not beating either one of those teams. You don't, you don't think so? No, I think the I think the they could get the T Wolves. Okay, see, they're not beating them. They're not beating them. Let's see. I'm I don't, sorry. I I honestly am more concerned about OKC than I am the T Wolves. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did, did it click in your mind that Carl Anthony Towns is the second option on that Timberwolves team? That you need him to be the second best option and you need him to be an elite defender? You don't, though. You don't. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Here's the Gobert can only guard one AD or LeBron. And here's, here's where the math comes in on that, right? Whichever one, so obviously you're going to say Gobert, go get AD, and Ant-Man, you got to guard Brian. But you're going to guard him with heavy help. Very heavy help. And whoever our actual three is, you go guard uh, whoever the Lakers AR, are trying to AR-15. AR-15. Yeah. 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 Uh, Vanderbilt, go guard him. Okay? And again, we're going to help off him to, to help Ant-Man out with Brian because obviously if Darvin Ham is half competent, if he is anything near an NBA head coach, he's not just going to let Ant go. Uh, he's not just going to say, oh, if they go on one-on-one, Ant Brown, we're not just going to post Brown up 20 times a game because he's, what, 50 pounds heavier or 40 pounds heavier than that? Like, that's – so obviously they're going to have to help, and that's the reality there. Um, but I'm more worried about the Thunder because if they end up pulling the Warriors – Man, with that shooting, with that, the thing is, OKC may live by the three ball and die by the three ball, but the reality is when it hits, it hits. It, yeah. You can't, there's nothing you can do with OKC when they're clicking on all cylinders. With the Lakers, even when they're clicking on all cylinders, there's a way. There, you can easily find guys where you're like, ah, that's the one. We're going to pick on him. Clay ain't what Clay used to be defensively. He's still better than AR 15. I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. No, I mean like, and he's not even the starter no more. Uh, what what's the young man's name that took his spot? Posminski. Posminski is the starter now. And man, Draymond is I here. told y'all that they drafted that man out of college, and I looked at his tape, and this man shot fifty five percent from three in college. I'm like, yeah, he's taking Clay's spot by the end of the year. Well, you were right. You were right. So let me ask you this, Chris: Who's your surprise in the East? Y'all ain't going like this, but I got to be that guy. My surprise in the East is going to really surprise y'all. That's the Philadelphia 76ers. So here's why. Here's why they're my surprise, though. Here's why they're my surprise. You know, Joel Embiid, right, if we look at him, right, he's checked a lot of boxes, right? He's got an MVP. He's been to the playoffs a few times. He's been the number one on his team for some years. I really thought Nick Nurse was going to bring that mindset he brought when he had Toronto in the finals with Kawhi Leonard and really kind of sell and be, I don't care. I don't give a shit about your numbers. When we up 16, you sit next to me, right? And he didn't. He didn't. So that's why I'm surprised because now here we are. This team, top to bottom, currently constructed, you have a team where Tyrese Max is your point guard, Buddy Hughes your shooting guard, Kelly Oubre is your small four, Tobias Harris is your four, and Joel Embiid is your center. And you are in the territory where you could be in the conference finals this year because you only got to worry about Boston in my eyes with that team currently constructed with a solid bench, right? And here it is again, Joel Embiid's out, probably for the season, probably for the season. Chris, I've had enough. I'm just saying, this is the year that they could have made that run, Gibbs. 
Oh, 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 okay. So you're agreeing that like they're not it. You're, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, okay. This is the year they could have made that run. I'm sorry. And what I'm saying were, is, I thought that you were actually on that bandwagon, Chris. I was going to. Oh no, no. This, this is the year they could have made that run. They have the roster to do it. They have the coach to do it. They have the the talent to do it. They just they didn't they didn't organize the talent I was, correctly. Chris, I was this close. I was this close to hopping on the flight coming up to Chicago <laughs> and saying, "Find me the light skinned boy who looks like Millie Vanilli with Beijing on his hairline." And uh, I you don't want to do this, Charles, from Diary of Mad Black Woman. You don't want to do this with me. You don't want to do this with me. I will do it myself. He looks like a DeBarge brother a little bit, just without the crack. And I will do it myself. But no, seriously. I agree. I agree. My my surprise team in the West, I mean, y'all shouldn't be surprised by me giving this answer, but the Grizzlies. Don't get me wrong. I understand that Ja got hurt. I understand all that they're going through. Do y'all realize that that team is closer to the Pistons than they are um, like any of the contenders in the West? Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're not bad. They're horrendous. Like they're god awful. I think that's and the best thing that could have happened to him. Remember when everybody was talking about, well, is the team better without Ja? Well, they look so good. <laughs> yeah. So good. They had some other pieces, though, when they was doing that, though. They had some other pieces. Chris, Dylan Brooks ain't that good. Stop. Playing. No, no, hold on. They had Dylan Brooks. They had Tyus Jones. They had Violet Tunis. They had no. They had Stephen Adams. Sorry, they had Stephen Adams. They had a way better team than what than what we what we what we seeing right now. So. Yeah. If I'm hearing you correctly, you're telling me that the the combo wombo of Big Val, <laughs> Valentunas, Tyus Jones, and Dylan Brooks are worth. I meant Stephen Adams. I meant Stephen yeah. Adams, not no. Stephen Adams, not Val. Stephen yeah. Adams, which is an upgrade from Val. I get that. Yeah, you're telling me that those three are worth about thirty wins. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it would be that much better. But what I'm saying is when you win in a lot of games and then Jock go down, you're going to have a stretch with that team where you're going to play the Pistons, your Magic, your team, your teams at the bottom of the barrel, where you're going to look like a team that's like, oh, okay. If somebody asked me how ass is this team, I would post the double XL cover that uh, that Buffy the Body was on. You understand? <laughs> that's, that's what I would show. Because this team, PU, it stinks in here. The best thing out of Memphis right now is Glorilla. And that's it. That's all they got. Herbert's on Glow. Yeah, Glow. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all they got. Actually, I will admit that that uh, Memphis nigga where I go guy, he's amazing. Love his TikToks. Yeah. Great job. But uh, that's about yeah. all they got. I, I will say, though, I think that's the best thing that could have happened in Memphis. I, why? Why do you say? Because one, you get job back next year, healthy, mm-hmm. and two, you get you a great draft pick on a team without on a, a season without Jai. Y'all weren't real contenders anyway, so you just got to add I mean, a top five they, pick as opposed to the twenty fifth pick. Nah, 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 nah. Not the way the lottery worked this year. Not the way the lottery worked this year. Nah. And nah. I also think that we're underestimating like how badly this knee thing could affect Jai going forward. Because Ja's not a guy who, like, this ain't Andre Miller where his game is low to the ground and, like, it's yeah. based on, like, savviness and understanding angles, understand. This is the man who tried to dunk on everybody. Hey, He's that hey, red, hey, red, I, random I, in the rack that, like, oh, they got a seven-foot rim protector with his uh, takeover on? I'm going to dunk on him. Man. Hey, 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 I, I, see, I see something, though, uh, Reddit, because I don't have no social media right now. I see something, though, Reddit. They talking about, they talking about, yeah, y'all was comparing John to Derrick Rose. Now he about to turn into Derrick Rose. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't wish harm on uh, anybody's well-being, especially a professional athlete. But I said this might have been the first year of the show. I said to y'all, if John Morant don't learn how to tailor his his style of game to not just be flying through the air, he, in a couple of years he gonna start getting hurt. I agree, and I agree. Yeah. I was a thousand percent there with you. You got again. I'm a big fan of those guys that if you can transition your game to being something different, like. As much as the the best thing about Bron is the fact that he has played with the physicality that he's played with for 20 years. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. When you really think about what he's doing and how he does it, doing that for 20 years is insane because the 
when we think of the average NBA athlete, we're talking about they're a thousand times more athletic than the average human. And like, even with them, we haven't seen anybody's body be like, hey, I'm going to dunk on everybody for 10, 15 years. Like even the best dunkers, all right, them knees don't don't do what they used to do. You know what I mean? The the, the Achilles ain't, you know, it, it just ain't there. But the, the Grizzlies are my team in the West. And in the East, I hate to do this. I really hate to do this. The Cavaliers. I Yeah, I was gonna say them, but I just like I'm, they gonna put a rope around their neck and pull it. So here's the thing. Do I trust them in the playoffs? No. Do I feel like they on fraud alert? Absolutely. But they're also the second best team in the East right now, by record. They're also, you know what I mean? They're they're a team that when you look at them, 38 and 19 would be good enough for fourth in the West. Like that's it's second best in the East would be good enough for fourth in the West. I don't know how they're doing it, but they are. And I I gotta give them their credit. I got them giving their love because I mean, hey, they they showing up and doing it. So those are my two surprises. Fellas, we gotta get out of here. Because real real quick, real quick. People. Before we go, uh y'all first rebuild on NCAA twenty five. Who y'all school? Well, actually that's what I was about to get into. See that? Okay, okay. I, I, I know he was wrapping up. I know we had let that me, time. Let me, ask you this. let me ask you this first. The the players are getting paid six hundred dollars and a copy of the game. Would that be enough for y'all to be in the game? If y'all yeah. Yeah, in college, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm immortalized. Yeah. I'm immortalized. Here's a and very six, fun fact. Here's a here's a very fun fact about y'all little third co-host over here. I was actually in the last one that was ever made. I was in NCAA 14. I was. I'm about to turn it on right now. I got it. Defensive tackle, defensive tackle number 96 for NC State. But it said I was like from East Detroit or Roseville or something like that. I'm like. Okay, if y'all go, I'm from the west side, bro. What are we doing? Wow, we don't cross that other side of Wolver, baby. We just don't do that. We, uh, (laughs) it's the Pride Lands. Everything that the sun touches. Never mind, we ain't gonna go there. But the reality is, I'm about to go do a a little superstar mode, my dog Gibbs, right now. Let me tell you something. I did it for free, and I wasn't mad at it at all. I, that's, like, one of my crowning achievements in life. Like, yeah, I was on a video game. That's a thing that happened. Not only was I on a video game, I was on a video game that people played for 10 years. Like, yeah, and, and, like, I I, I just say $100 don't matter to me. If you get put in a video game, especially with your name, you are a part of history for forever. Like, they, a video game is going to exist forever. Hey, Gio's first line to a shorty is, hey, you know I was in, as in a video like, game. <laughs> <laughs> See, don't do me like that. Because here's a, here's another thing about me. Most people, like, don't even know. Like, I don't I don't talk about stuff. Well, I know you. I know you. I was just yeah. talking. You know, I know. I'm not the guy with the huddle with the huddle highlights in my in my bio at 29 big years. Like, nah, that ain't me. That ain't me. Um, but let me ask y'all this. What... And, and, and Josh, we're going to get around to the rebuild, but what player or team are y'all most upset that we missed out on playing with because NCAA was gone for 10 years? I'm going to start by saying Lamar Jackson. Lamar was the guy. Yeah. Let me tell you He would have been Mike Fake on 07. I, I was so pissed. I was so pissed that I was forcing the retirement for injury. I could not get over it. Every time I watch NC State play, I'm like, man, I know. I know I can handle that quarterback. I know I can handle that running back. And then I saw Louisville come through Raleigh, and I said, you know what? I'm good. (laughs) I'm all right. Retired life ain't bad because Lamar Jackson did some things that were flatly unethical. I was still cool with everybody on the team, still had great relationships. And so I asked, like, what's the game plan to stop Lamar? They said, we're going to build a wall and make him throw it. If he can throw the ball, then they'll win the game. But if not, He's going to throw it right to our DBs and we'll have a ball. They did stop him from running. He threw for 425 yards that game. Eesh. I watched that and I said, you know what? Retirement ain't so bad, man. I, I, I ain't That's <laughs> done with this thing. So tell me, what player or teams did y'all miss out on playing with that you just like, damn, I wish? Mm. Mine's is CJ Stroud Buckeyes. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Them receivers he had. He had Olave, mm. Marvin Harrison Jr., man, the, the Ohio State Buckeyes with oh, CJ. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. That, that, 
I would have been hell married just on first down. I don't care. Somebody gonna go get it. I'm gonna go with you just know, because you know uh how good that receiving core was. Jamison Williams did not get no burn. He had to transfer to Alabama because he was not playing. Exactly. That's how good it was. Yeah. Um, just because both of y'all have played me and Madden before, y'all know how important a run game is to me. Mm-hmm. Wait, I ain't get to play with Saquon in college. Oh, that's, oh a good that's a good one. 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 I'm going to tell you, that LSU team with Jamar chasing them, just Claude Edwards-Alaire, oh, that's crazy. That's tough. That, that would have been a crazy, that would have been a crazy joint. But, Josh, you asked the question, so we're going to get to it right now. We're going to get on out of here. When y'all are rebuilding teams, when y'all are starting at the bottom, now we're here. What team, and we're talking all FBS, all FCS, and even some Division Two, if you want to get that in there with the HBCUs and whatnot, even though some HBCUs are FCS. What schools are y'all rebuild starting with if you had your choice? Um, I'm going to make mine quick. My first rebuild going to be a, a one-star school, but I got a plan. I can take them to the top. I always start with me at Tennessee State. Mm. Because if you think about it, your only competition there is the volunteers, which never put on like a crazy recruiting class. So you could focus on kids in Tennessee and you could also get those three slash four star recruits that's not getting recruited by Georgia, not getting recruited by Alabama, not getting recruited by Ole Miss. And you also got some Midwest players that might want to come down and play because, you know, on those college games, somebody being close to home is super important to that recruiting process. And Tennessee is in a perfect spot. That's why if you if you start your rebuild with Hawaii, you braver than the Marines. Because <laughs> like nobody, nobody except California kids get registered as like close to home. That's it. Yep. They're the only ones that get close to home. Everybody else is like, oh, you're you know you get the like uh, the red thing for very bad in terms of proximity to home. Chris, who you re- who what team you rebuilding? I'm gonna take the easy route too. I'm gonna go Colorado, even though it's not super easy. But we I see mean, what Prime did in one season. They, they probably right? a three see, star. They probably be season. like a three I, star on probably there. Probably a three star yeah. prestige. Yeah. Three star. Yeah. Listen, I'm gonna get crazy with it. You talk about states that got a good pipeline and all their teams kind of mid right now. Give me fam, you go Rattlers. Listen, <laughs> Miami mid, Florida State. They're actually pretty good. Florida. Yeah. Booty juice. I mean, listen. Yeah. Give me the rattlers. Give me the rattlers. That's we're not a bad thing. A, we're gonna build a dynasty like that. Gotta be seen. careful. You know they got documentary on them though. And 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 think about this. <laughs> think about this. Think about all the jersey combinations you get with them too. Ooh, ooh. That's nasty. I wonder. Word. I wonder if they're gonna have like a jersey creator, like a uniform creator, to where you could do like, oh, I want to do orange chrome helmets and like. Silver decal. I heard that they are because I heard a uh, player and team creation is on there, but they do have like a fail safe in there to where you're not able to create anybody that's missing from the game. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's